0: The public has a long held fascination with detectives. Detectives see a side of life the average person is never exposed to. In this podcast series, I Catch Killers with Gary Jubilant, I'll be interviewing a whole range of people you come across as a detective, including police, bad guys, and victims. I spent 34 years as a cop. For 25 of those years, I was catching killers. That's what I did for a living. I was a homicide detective. I'm no longer just interviewing bad guys. Instead, I'm taking the public into the world in which I operated. The guests I selected have amazing stories from all sides of the law. The interviews are raw and honest, just like the world they inhabited. No one who steps into the world of crime comes out unchanged. Join me now while I take you into this world. This episode of I Catch Killers contains conversations that some listeners may find confronting or triggering. Discretion is advised. Thanks for joining us again on I Catch Killers. This is part two of our conversation with Joe Pistone, otherwise known as the real-life Donnie Brasco. In the first part of our conversation, Joe talked about how he got into undercover work and some of the rules of the mafia, one of which is that you can't lay hands on one of the higher-ups. Let's pick it up there. It's a tricky path, but... Because I would imagine, like, you talk about if someone has a go at you, did you get into any physical altercations like a puncher... Because you would have had to, otherwise they go, "Well, who 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 is this Donny brasco He won't stand up for himself."
1: No, I I got into several.
0: Yeah, and, yeah. You know,
1: uh, you know, I, I got into it with two guys, and one guy I couldn't hit because he was a made guy. The other guy wasn't. The other guy was an associate like me, and he's the one that took the beating.
0: So you punch <laughs> up on the associate, and the made guy's it, building up on you. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, but. You know, like I say, you got to maintain, got to maintain your credibility and, and 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 your respect.
0: Yeah. Now, two of the relationships you you form. So you, you're hanging around the bar. They started to get a little bit interested in you. This is the, the Donnie Donny Brasco, um, undercover operation, and they sort of reached out, and you you became friendly. And there was um, Lefty that uh, portrayed in the Donny Brasco movie did you come as close by al pacino did you become as close to him as is portrayed in the movie
1: yeah I I, I I i did become close to him yeah uh i think he looked upon me a, a, as as a son you
0: yeah know, well that, that, that's had, how it came across it had
1: some brains yeah yeah because
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he had know? his other son that was uh i think yeah. he was on the gear wasn't he yeah, uh, yeah
1: yeah yeah uh but you know he was tough to be around. He was, uh, and I I became close to Sonny Black Naplatano, yeah, uh, who was actually uh, ended up being my capo, my captain.
0: Uh, you want to just explain a, that for uh, for people in Australia that mightn't be aware of the workings of the he, the mafia?
1: Well, well, yeah. Well, you know, in in, in the mafia, that there's levels. There's the boss. He runs the family. The underboss, you know, <clears throat> he's the number two guy. And then what they have underneath, they have uh, what they call reginos or captains, and they run crews. And every crew has made guys in it or associates in it. And, yeah. you know, the crew's the crew's purpose is to go out and make money, you know. Yeah. Uh, everything flows up. Uh, and uh, Sonny Black end, ended up being my and, – and, and, and what you're you – know, all these people were killers. I mean, they yeah. all had killed – you know, 8, 10, 15, 20 people.
0: Well, that, that's how, how uh, Lefty was portrayed. He, he was always, yeah, almost like he was trying to impress you. I've knocked 26 guys or, yeah, I've got 26. Yeah,
1: but it wasn't like he was trying to impress me because I knew he did it, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> You know, uh, <clears throat> but um, uh, I, I became close with Sonny Black, but they were, you know, they were two different personalities. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lefty was a twenty-four-seven gangster. Yeah, I mean that you know, Sonny. Uh, <clears throat> Sonny was actually at uh, at, at one point uh, the one of the acting bosses of the, of the Bonanno family because the, the the boss was they killed they killed Carmine Galenti, and then the, the next boss was Rusty Ristelli, who who was actually in jail. Yeah, uh, and then uh, we had some killings that. Uh, the side i was on killed three guys that were trying to take over the family and uh Sonny be Sonny became one of the acting bosses while the boss was in jail so i became close close with him yeah and i used to stay at his at his apartment and you know him him you didn't yeah, have to Yeah just
0: talk. just on on that joe and uh i i read that that uh yeah you would uh stay over at his apartment now I know if I'm doing a job, the intensity, the build up, and this is not an undercover job; it's just a, a job. But you go in there if I'm talking to the bad guys and that, and it's draining. But I know at some point in time, I I can walk away from it and relax and yeah, decompress. Like you're hanging out with these guys, and I I know some bad guys that you don't know when they're gonna just look at you and decide to put a bullet in your head. Like they're yeah, if they can kill that many people, it's they become desensitized to it. How did you cope, like, just day to day, like, living that lifestyle? Like, I I just find it fascinating.
1: Well, you know, (laughs) you have to get comfortable with it, you know? I mean, uh, you have to be – you can't become complacent because you got to remember that you're dealing with, with, you know – I mean, I had one guy. In fact, he was the first Bonanno guy that I met. At some point in time, he and I, we split ways, well – he, he went to jail and when he got out of jail, he was jealous because I was with lefty and Sonny. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, he, he tried to have me killed three times by claiming that I stole money from the family. So they have sit downs, uh, which are meetings about, you know, it's just like a, it's like a trial. Yeah. And if you lose, you're dead. If you, if you lose the trial, you're dead. Yeah. Luckily, uh, Sonny Black won all three sit-downs, so they didn't—they didn't kill me. Uh, and there's, you know, there's no appeals once, <laughs> once the, <laughs> once the verdict comes down that you know yeah. that 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 you lost the sit-down, then and, and 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 that's when that you'll get killed because it was steal the money from the family, you know.
0: And, and that's that tightrope you you're working walking for so long, and it was six years. Did like you you go to sleep? Did you wake up as? Uh, Donnie Brasco in your dreams? Did you dream as Donnie Brasco, or were you dreaming as Joe Pistone? Like it's, uh, it, it would really play with your mind. So yeah,
1: no, I, you know, uh,
0: uh, I, uh, I got that, I got that
1: personality that I could work deep cover. Yeah, and and I don't mean this, you know, I'm not bragging about it. Believe me. Yeah. Uh, but, you know it's just it's just uh I, I don't get flustered over you know yeah. over things it's, I, you know look being a police officer you know you 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 can you know you can uh you can feel it you know what i mean yeah, how yeah. how you feel when you're working some yeah. i was just comfortable in in it uh, i never i never forgot who i was right you know? right uh, and I think that that's what helped. I never became Donny Brasco the
0: gangster. Okay, so you weren't seduced by that. You still you you kept that, and, and that takes some mental toughness too. Like I, I would imagine. And uh, if we're all honest, yeah, you walk in if you're hanging out with the uh, the mafia, you walk into a restaurant, everyone moves aside for you, and that that could be intoxicating. And you know, and,
1: and it's funny that uh, I never changed my personality. Yeah. You know, yeah. I I I never changed the way I carried myself. You know, a lot lot of undercovers they think, oh, you know, I gotta I gotta be a real tough guy. Yeah. You know, or again, uh I gotta I gotta drink with yeah. With, I wasn't a look, I grew up in bars. I never drank and I wasn't gonna start drinking just to enhance my undercover role
0: and i I think real tough guys, real tough guys, not the pretend tough guys, understand that type of strength too that you're 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 tough in the fact that you live the way you want to live your life, and they respect that like not not drinking like yeah go on it, it, it's so easy for people to just be pressured into go on what are you not not going to have a, a drink um no, I don't drink that people can respect that, and I think that might have and you know and you know
1: in the beginning is it Donnie, I ne- you know I never like I used to if I ordered a beer I used to order a Heineken. Yeah. You know and drink it out of the bottle because you know I I didn't like to drink out of glasses in bars and stuff you know yeah. diff- that that I didn't know uh, and I never finished them and Donnie you never I never see you finish it because I can't. Yeah. I can't finish a whole, and you're just honest.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: It wasn't like, you know, I can't. can't uh, Making
0: some bullshit excuse. You're just saying that. uh, And
1: even today, like every once in a while, you know, I'll crave a beer with a meal, you know, at home. My wife will say, you waste more, (laughs) you waste it, because (laughs) I drink half of it, and then I dump the other half, because she doesn't drink it. She don't drink. Uh, She doesn't drink beer. So the, the other half goes down you know goes down the kitchen sink, you know
0: uh, and well, uh, yeah, just that, that one thing it would have been good because i I wouldn't like to be doing it when you've got uh, if you were known as a drinker, there'd be times when they're going to push it, Come on, Donnie, one more, one more and, uh, and and not only
1: that again, you get on that witness stand,
0: yeah. and that'll come out how
1: many times you were drunk, you know yeah yeah, but i I didn't do it because I didn't want to, but because I never was a drinker.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: you know, even growing up, you know, I I never was a drinker, yeah. So I wasn't going to start then. Nah.
0: The type of stuff you would get be dragged into too, because I I've run uh, long term informants, so I'm spending a lot of time time with them, and uh, yeah, they're bad guys, and uh, but they're they're helping us at this stage. But whilst I'm running them, they get called into, and you mentioned earlier the break a leg or exactly that type of stuff. It was yeah, I, I'd get a call. Hey mate, um, they've asked me to come and uh, do this, uh, do this job. Oh, what do they want? Oh, we've got to flog this bloke He owes money, or wrote, stole some drugs, or, or whatever. And then I have to work out some way of getting around that, but still keeping his credibility. And and yeah, all well, they've got a gun for him, and uh, he contacts me and says they they want to give me a gun. Well you can't get the gun. And he's gone, well, if I don't get the gun, they won't trust me. So I've got to get the gun. So he'd turn up with the gun. So uh, how how did you juggle those things like that? Because I'm sure you would have had hundreds of them.
1: Yeah, well, you know, you just – you have to go with with each situation. Yeah. <laughs> be, be honest with you. Uh, and, and and I'll tell you this, and I mean and, – and I don't make any secret of it. If it's between me and a gangster – yeah. It's going to be the gangster.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fair, fair call. I'm not dying
1: for a gangster.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'll die for a citizen. Yeah. But not a gangster. So, and, you know, <clears throat> another thing, too, is that uh, when, when you're in these deep cover situations, uh, think about it. You've got three mistresses.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That you have to satisfy, right? You got to satisfy your organization. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. That you're doing the job. Yeah. You got to satisfy whoever you have at home. Yeah. Right? And then you got to satisfy the bad guys.
0: Yeah, you've been pulled from pillar to post, aren't you? You really are. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I'll, I'll speak briefly of your wife. I understand you're still married. I don't know how you pulled that off. So either she she she's very good, or there's something that uh, you know, something about you that uh, yeah. I don't know, but I don't know how you've manage, managed that one. But um, just on that, right? responsible for the organisation. So for the FBI, like the life that you're living as deep undercover. There's enough on you there. But then you've got to go home, I would imagine, at some stage and make records of – like, how did you record stuff? Were you you physically recording it or were you making contemporaneous notes? <clears throat> I never made notes. What I would do – and,
1: you know, that's another reason why you have to have somebody that, that, that's that been on the job a few years. Uh, I would – we have – you guys call them miners. We call them contact agents. Yeah, yeah. Every undercover has somebody that –
0: yeah, that reported. they can
1: reach twenty-four yeah. hours a day, and I would I would just call that individual, and regurgitate over the phone. Uh,
0: right. Okay.
1: Yeah. And I was able to to compartmentalize. You know, what was evidence that we needed, and what was good intelligence.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? So, you know, I could go maybe two, three days with these guys. And it was all BS. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I didn't see any 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 purpose in saying, "Hey, you know, I I met with so and so, uh, and we went to so and so's for dinner. Uh, I had I, you know, I had a piece of fish. He had a steak. You know, uh, yeah. What he what had that he matter. had in a blue, yeah. but I've seen that. You know, when I was yeah. running up, I I've seen guys. I so. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Who cares what he ate? Who cares what you ate? Nobody cares. Yeah. All you want to keep in this back in your mind is evidence. Yeah. Evidence or intelligence. The other stuff is who cares? You know, you went and ate it. You know, I'm just throwing any place out. I don't know. You know, you went and ate a McDonald's. Who cares? Yeah. Is that evidence in court? Who cares what what,
0: so what you, you're, you're focused on the important stuff.
1: Yeah yeah. 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 So I would just regurgitate it over the phone. Yeah. Yeah. And any recordings, I'd make them on a the telephone. You know yeah. they were telephone recordings. Yeah.
0: We'll have a short break now and then Joe will talk us through making friends with criminals. Access a world of true crime podcasts on Crimex Plus
1: Another one been shot with a shotgun and I got the overspray. Search for Crimex Plus on Apple
0: Podcasts to start digging deep into the world of true crime. Being in that long, you form friendships and there's no other way of describing it, like the the relationship that you have between the people of friendships, but you've also pointed out you always focused on what you were there for, the, the, the work. And you're surrounded by killers. Yeah, the, the, it's it's nothing for them to uh, knock someone off. Were there people that you liked in that group? Like that? If like you you could sit down and, and have a chat and yeah, you because know, every everyone's everyone's got a quality in them, and I I see this. The worst guys, they've still got this little bit of um, personality in them that you uh, you can be drawn to.
1: Yeah, I mean everybody has a personality, right? Yeah, everybody has a character. You know, uh, now, yeah, I mean, you can't be with guys 12, 15 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like, you know, Sonny Black, you know, uh, I, I, I I had a lot of conversations with him that that had nothing to do with being a gangster, Yeah. you know? He raised pigeons, racing pigeons. Yeah. So, you know, we'd go up on the roof, and he had all these all these racing pigeons, and he'd tell me about each pigeon. You know, had nothing to do with being a gangster, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's another guy, Nicky. Uh, he he had a, a real good sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. they're all killers. I mean, they all, you know. Yeah. But you're right, you know. Uh, because you know, like no, Rogerio Rogerio was hard to be around. I mean hard to be around. Yeah. But he had a couple grandkids. He loved his grandkids.
0: Yeah, I, I that that's the type type of stuff that uh you yeah, know, you look and, at a, and, Yeah,
1: and he was he was a MFer, believe me. I mean he, he was he was hard. Yeah. But yeah. He, he loved his grandkids.
0: And yeah. it's like how could this guy you know, so you see the complexity of the human nature, like you, the, even the worst of the characters, they got some r- redeeming uh, redeeming features. How did you feel personally? like you knew at some point in time if they didn't kill you, you were going to bring them down. How, how, how did you uh, how did you process that in your own uh, thoughts? Well,
1: I process process that with everybody has choices in life. Yeah. They chose yeah. to be gangsters. They were gangsters before I got there. They were gangsters when I, while I was with them, and they're going to be gangsters later on. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> now, did I want to see anybody get killed? No. Mm. Did I have a problem with anybody going to jail? No. Yeah. You know? Uh, have I lost sleep over anybody getting killed? No.
0: Mm.
1: Because – they know what they chose to do yeah you know and you know uh that's that's how i you know that's how i, I run it through my head you know and uh, it was their choice not mine
0: and and the ones that vouch for you that brought you into the uh the group they're there's going to be consequences for them and i think, I think yeah uh, well some-
1: they 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 killed tony mira yeah they killed Sonny black yeah they killed a, a, a columbo guy uh lefty was on his way to get get killed yeah. and the fbi heard it on the uh on an over here yeah so they they grabbed him off the street before he got to to the place where they were going to kill him yeah
0: so that was all payback for uh for bringing for, for stuffing up by bring it, bringing you into the into the crew with uh sunny sunny black's uh death uh, i th- i think uh he's lady Passed on the message to you or was that uh, was Sonny black?
1: yeah, yeah it was uh, funny thing uh, well not funny, but yeah uh, you know <laughs> you t- if you saw the movie uh, that that scene where where Al Pacino takes off his ring and everything and yeah puts it in the drawer well that really happened to Sonny Black. Yeah, uh, he got a call that uh, <clears throat> to go to a sit down. He goes into his bar, which was the Motion Lounge. Takes off his diamond ring, uh, takes all the money out of his pocket, takes all his keys off his key ring except for his his Cadillac, and tells the bartender, "I just got called to a sit down, and I'm probably not coming back."
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's hardcore.
1: I mean, that's hardcore. Yeah. And then he, and then he called his lady friend <clears throat> and told her the same thing. Yeah. And he says, if I don't, he said, I want you to call the FBI and uh, tell him you want to talk to Donnie. And uh, he tells her, you know. So after they find his uh, – and after they find they, – they found his body a year later. Yeah. Uh, she calls the FBI and says she wants to, she want, wants to talk to me. So they, they 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 take her to Washington, and we go out to dinner, my two FBI agents, myself and, and her. Yeah. And she says, I just want to tell you that Sonny, you know, before he went to the sit-down, he called me <clears throat> and said, if I don't come back, I want you to get in touch with Donnie, tell him that I loved him. Mm. He was just better than us. He never made us do anything we 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 didn't want to do. He was just better than us.
0: Geez, that's uh, that's some respect there, Joe. <laughs> that is yeah. some respect. And I, I I don't know, maybe it's right or wrong, but I I respect someone like him that can uh, go to his fate. That uh, he yeah exactly. Uh, he was me, a
1: gangster. Yeah. and he lived he lived the life and he died it. Yeah, I mean, you know, he could have come over because we went, when I say we, the FBI went yeah. to him and tried to get him to Oh, come they would over. have
0: offered the role, yeah.
1: no, nope, wouldn't do it.
0: Yeah, nope. well, I, I've, I've got respect for that. You know, if you put yourself up as a type and uh, yeah. you, you live by the sword, you die by the sword, and he certainly yeah, did. I, I think did. Uh, part of it, and this, I, I could have it wrong, but they cut his hands off because and that was – Yeah, uh, because
1: don't forget, he introduced me to the boss of um, – uh, the boss of Florida, Santo yeah. Traficani. I had sit downs with him. Yeah. Uh, sit downs with the boss out in Milwaukee. The boss in yeah. the, I mean, uh, you know, and that that a lot of that was left out of the movie. I mean, yeah. Uh, where you know we were able to marry up the Bonanos with with other mafia families. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know, and uh, so when you came out. How, how is that? Like I I've, it would play with your mind. Like I'm just psychologically like you've you've lived this life for six years, and then uh, then all of a sudden you, you're back to what do you turn up to work on Monday and walk into the FBI office and go hi guys I'm here. Like how, how what happened there?
1: I actually I you know <clears throat> don't forget I had I I had a deal with uh, with FBI officers in in New York, Milwaukee, Tampa, Miami. Uh, and a couple others, and then you're dealing with uh, uh, attorneys, government attorneys. Yeah. So, and then I don't know. Do you have grand juries?
0: Yeah, we. I know the, the concept of it, but yeah. we we don't. And but I, we're know, the, yeah.
1: And I'm testifying in front of grand juries, so yeah. there was no there was no downtime. I went bang right into yeah traveling all over to the dif- different districts, the FBI districts. Uh, and Washington, and you know, and uh, start preparing all these different uh, districts for the trials.
0: So, how how long did the trial process take? It would have been years.
1: <laughs> my first uh, my first trial was in I think September of eighty two. My last testimony was in ninety, I think ninety four.
0: Jeez, okay, that's a lot of a lot of witness boxes, a hell of a lot. but uh, And a yeah. lot of hours on, yeah. on the, yeah.
1: uh, in the box, believe me, a lot of hours in the box.
0: There's uh, one uh, thing I've, I've heard you say in an interview that uh, you were giving evidence at court and one of the, the crew that you were uh, giving evidence about that was in the dock um, said, Donnie, how could you do this to us or whatever. He still saw you as Donnie. He,
1: he was the underboss at one time. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> I was testifying, and this was, this was like three years later, maybe. I yeah. mean, you know, after the case yeah. had had, uh, had ended, and this trial came up, maybe three years later. Uh, <laughs> and after I get done testifying, I'm walking by the defense table, and he says, "Donnie, how could you do that? You're one of us. How could you?" Do that? How could you testify because you're one of us and this is like yeah and, and and I probably had been been in i don't know nine trials
0: yeah yeah you know and he's Uh-oh. still saying well you, you must have been convincing there there was one and I'll, I'll I'll move it along but there was one that um also where you're introduced to another uh, uh undercover officer and he called you Joe he he fucked up and called you uh called you joe during during the sit down, uh, I
1: wasn't introduced. He was a good friend of mine, and yeah. we had done un, we had done other undercover cases before. Yeah, and he just had a brain freeze. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How'd <laughs> you deal with that one?
1: Well, <clears throat> actually, we were in a car with with Rogério, and uh, we were talking, and Tony kept saying, and like I said. He was one of the best undercovers, We, you know, yeah, and we yeah. had another cover under cases. And he just had a brain freeze. And finally, after about three times, Rogerio says, Tony, who the F is Joe? <laughs> There's me, you, and Donnie in this car. Who are you yeah. talking to? So he says, well, that's the thing out here in the Midwest. Everybody's Joe.
0: <laughs> That, that's, a good, uh, that's a good. That's so, a good comeback. Yeah. You know, we
1: go into a restaurant and he's calling the waiter Joe. He's calling the bartender. He's even calling the waitress Joe. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> so good, that's how uh, we got out of good, that one. Good cover up. Now, your yeah. your uh, your wife, your kids, and when you're undercover for six years, how often would you see them?
1: Uh, maybe once every six, seven, eight months.
0: Geez, you got a you got a strong uh, strong lady there, Joe. Yeah, put up with that? Yeah. That's uh that would have taken its toll, yeah, and uh, and yeah. not knowing what you're doing. Yeah,
1: no, just that you're working undercover because yeah. you can't. You know, it's a breach of security if they know anything about the cases. So you know, yeah, just
0: yeah. Uh, how um after the court matter and the FBI, how how were you received within the FBI because you had this notoriety, this uh, profile that is. In law enforcement agencies, it's funny. If you stick your head up too high, people change the way they uh, they deal with you. I've, I've found that myself in, uh, in, in my world, that uh, you stick your head up and uh, people's attitudes change.
1: I'd say on a scale of 1 to 10, it was 8.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: 8 positive. Yeah. You know, you always yeah. get a couple people that are, <laughs> you know, they got something to bitch about. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But for the most part... Yeah, uh,
0: pretty good. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And how long did you stay in the FBI for?
1: Well, it's it's you know you mentioned that, but after seventeen years, I resigned. Yeah, yeah. Because I had a problem with with a
0: boss. So <laughs> oh, I, oh, that I might have shared that experience. But yes, go <laughs> on.
1: <laughs> so I resigned, and then uh, I went back a couple of years later. I went back in. Yeah. And uh, I, I I stayed. Uh, I, uh, I had a total of twenty over tw- over twenty some years. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And and I I would imagine that you do a lot of it would be training too, or even even now. Uh, yeah,
1: you- yeah. My last uh, my last years in I I was involved in the undercover
0: program. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Different oh. phases
1: of of the undercover program.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll have one more short break now before Joe tells us whether Hollywood changed him.
1: A troubled young woman. Her evil parents.
0: We never had any issues between us.
1: Has justice been done? Uh, I'm in a prison. Join journalist Richard Gilliatt as he delves into one of Australia's most gripping cases shadow of doubt a new podcast investigation from the australian i
0: cannot find one of these
1: allegations that's possible listen now wherever you get your podcasts
0: now for a bloke that's uh walked into the fbi to be a law enforcement agency then you've had a hollywood movie a very successful (laughs) hollywood movie made about your life how did that change your life not at all Oh (laughs) (laughs) yes Did you? Uh, 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 I'm. I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm
1: not. I'm not easily impressed by people. You know. Uh,
0: yeah. So I suppose with uh, Johnny Depp hanging out with Johnny Depp, when you've been hanging out with the mafia for six years, it wasn't that intimidating.
1: <laughs> no, because he's a regular guy. I mean, yeah. really, he he he's not. Uh, he's not a Hollywood star. I mean, he's a Hollywood star, but I mean, he doesn't have that Hollywood star attitude. Yeah. If yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're still friends with him. My whole family's friends with him. Yeah. Uh, in fact, <clears throat> uh, I guess the last time I talked to him was maybe last month. Yeah. You know, I was on the phone for like an hour with him. I mean, so, no, we're 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 still good friends, and he's good friends with, with my whole family, yeah.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Well, you, your life is certainly, uh, yeah, you must look back at it and go well yeah i made a difference And i think for a law enforcement officer if if you can say that it's something that uh, you'd be proud yeah, of yeah
1: yeah I, I do and, and and you know what makes me feel good is that uh, i've had a lot of people tell me that the reason that that um uh, they went into the fbi yeah was uh, after reading my book you know and because yep. of me and i had i had you know in 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 uh in my classes where I teach police officers undercover, yeah, um, uh, I've had them come up to me and say, "Hey, you know, we're the reason we became police officers. You're, the, you know, that's pretty you're cool, reason. isn't it?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that makes you feel good. That you know,
0: and like, well, I, I said it at the start, and then, yeah, I'm 34 year veteran, so I've I've seen a lot of a uh, lot of stuff. But I can honestly say, seeing you achieve what you did. What I liked about it is thinking outside the square and pushing the envelope in law enforcement. And I think we need to do that. And, uh, yeah, it constantly evolves. And I, I think we've got to, yeah, someone like you has shown what can be done. So, yeah, you've, you've left an impression. You've left a footprint. That's for sure.
1: And it makes you feel good when, you know, uh, when you you when somebody sacrifices a lot and then you find out later on that, hey, people appreciated what you did.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's the thing. You've have sacrificed a lot for your for your job and and so is your family i i look back at my career now and uh you know, people go oh you did this and did that and i've had to go around apologizing for the past 2 years to friends and family that uh, yeah allowed me to do that because you really have to give yourself a hundred percent, don't you? You have to throw yourself into it. And well, yeah. You, otherwise,
1: yeah. you know, what good is it? Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. Doing some stuff now. Your, your book, um, Donny Brasco, My Life, My Undercover Life, and a few other books. The uh, The Way of the Wise Guy, Donny Brasco, Unfinished Business, and you've even dealt. Un-
1: unfinished business. Uh, if you read Donny Brasco, My Undercover Life and the Mafia, the second book should be Unfinished Business because yeah. that's the follow up.
0: Ah, right. Okay, so you read it in se- sequence. And you've even had a go at um, some fiction, deep, deep cover.
1: <clears throat> yeah, uh, Snake Eyes. Uh, yeah, I've had a couple of uh, uh, fiction books, Capital White, which is uh, about the uh, drug drug problem in the U.S., uh, prescription drug problem. Uh, that's uh, audio. That's an audio book. Uh, yeah, and uh, I'm following in your footsteps. I have a podcast.
0: <laughs> I don't know who's following who, but it's a bit of fun podcast. So I've uh, I've enjoyed the world of podcasts and your podcast because I've been listening to it and I've I've been uh, yeah driving with you in the ear the whole time and uh, I've been listening to it. So that's called uh, Deep Cover, the real Donny Brasco. So Deep tell Cover, us about the that. real
1: Donny Brasco. Yeah. yeah, we're in our yeah. second season. We did nineteen nineteen episodes of first season, and I think I think we're in our eighth episode now, maybe for the second season.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll I'll vouch for you, Donny. I've been listening to it, and it's very entertaining, and uh, it gives you a real insight into uh, into your, your life, which is yeah, been well, quite well, extraordinary. Sh- shout it out to your listeners, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> one one podcaster to the other, ex law enforcement officers that uh, yeah uh, found found another niche, but uh, look, I'll finish up with just saying it, it has been a dead set privilege to sit down and have a chat with you, and I'm not I, I'm not just yeah uh, you know, stroking stroking your ego saying saying this, but I was so looking forward to uh, having a chat with you. Well, and so uh, was I after I read your bio, you know, and uh, thanks, thanks Donny. Cheers, Cheers, mate. <laughs> My pleasure. Thanks again to Joe for joining us. Make sure you come back next week to hear my conversation with Ken Marslew. Ken's life was shaped following the murder of his son, Michael Marslew. In 1994, Michael was a university student who was gunned down during a robbery at a pizza hut in Janelli, New South Wales. His father, Ken Marslew, through the devastation of losing his son, saw the need for a holistic approach for the needs of victims of crime, violence antisocial behaviour and establish the organisation called Enough is Enough. That's next time on iCatch Killers.